All right, hey, Grace Group leaders, this is Jonathan, and I'm sitting here with uh, two other guys. I'll have them introduce themselves, but um, this is something new we're trying just to help you get a handle of where we're going next with the next series. So I'm sitting here with... I'm Joe. I'm a ministry assistant for adult ministries. And Pastor Aiden, one of the pastors on the staff. Very good. Thanks for, thanks for being here. Um, what's this next series about? Yeah, so, about? so on the 19th, we're jumping into a new series uh, called God Is, that actually multiple of our campuses have kind of led their congregations through, and we kind of felt like it'd be uh, worthwhile doing, that we're looking at in Exodus 34, God kind of reveals uh, who he is, and he kind of mm-hmm. says, this is who I am. And so, uh, and then this is actually, this, this passage is the most quoted passage in the Bible by the Bible. So he says, uh, the Lord, Lord, compassionate and gracious God, uh, abounding in love and faithfulness, slow to anger, doesn't leave the guilty unpunished. And so we, we see this kind of show up a lot of times through scripture. And so uh, we kind of want to double click on this and say, hey, if this is what God says about himself, uh, we want to double click on that and kind of see how that, that plays into our lives. Yeah, that seems so important because we can, we can look at God maybe one or two dimensionally, and yet yeah. there's so many facets. Yeah. Yeah. To, to who he is, yeah. his attributes, character. So, you know, <clears throat> so what would you say is a heartbeat behind why we chose this series? Yeah, there's a, a quote by an old theologian named A.W. Tozer, and he says, um, what we think about when we think about God is one of the most important things about us. And so some of us, it's probably like a subconscious thing in a lot of ways, but the way, <clears throat> the way we view people, the way we view ourselves and our lives and what we're here for, the way we view the world, problems, and all those things, the way we view everything around us, um, kind of goes back to what we believe about God, you know? Uh, and so what we want to do is, kind of the heartbeat, is take a good look at what God says about himself, because we all have kind of uh, distortions and maybe lopsided understandings of, of who God is, you know, for somebody that came from a certain background, maybe a certain tradition, maybe a certain emphasis spiritually or just even in life, we're going to see God as he's just super loving and just super nice. Or we'll see God's just really angry or he's really uh, indifferent towards things or um, he cares about me finding my keys when I lose them. Like, you know what I mean? Just like depending on all these different things and certain natures and aspects of his character uh, can be kind of lopsided. And we, and we all depending upon our backgrounds, ha- have these views of God. And so the heartbeat is that we might look at what God says about himself and kind of mm-hmm. have that be the starting place for uh, our understanding of God, which we ultimately see, you know, played out in Christ in the fullest picture. Yeah, I, I think there's so many distortions. As you were talking, I was thinking about an old Far Side cartoon oh, yeah. with a guy walking down the street and it shows a picture of God and his hand is hovered over the smite button. <laughs> and I, I think a lot of people have a, a, a view of God yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, he's just ready to smite me. There was, my friend used to say when he was a kid, he didn't really grow up in a church home necessarily, but there was like the Burger King version of like the Happy Meal crew. Like the McDonald's crew was like, you know, Ronald McDonald, the Hamburglar mm-hmm. and the purple fuzzy guy. What was his name? Grimace. Yeah, <laughs> Joe answered so quick. <laughs> Joe was a big Grimace fan. For sure. But like the uh, the Burger King version, there was this character who had like these big goggles and like a hat on backwards. And my friend was like, that's who I, when I hear God as a kid, that's who I thought of. Was kid, his name was Kidvid. It's just weird, uh-huh. this weird picture. When he thinks of God, he pictured this like cartoon character. But I think we all have those things in a number of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little messed yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> it shows. So, so what do you think uh, will be important for our groups to talk about? Yeah. You know, I, my wife and I lead a small group ourselves. And so, you know, whenever I'm preaching, I'm also thinking, how do I, 
how do we kind of you know pull this out in group and what's important to get out of this? Uh, I think for all of us, I think it'd be important for us to kind of smash around just the ideas of one, where where do we? What are the things that influence our concept of God the most? Maybe things about our personality, our political leanings, our backgrounds, like almost like becoming self-aware of those things. But also as we go through, we're going to go through this passage. And so abounding love and faithfulness, slow to anger. We're going to, some of us will struggle in different ways with certain passages. Like the prophet Jonah struggled with God's compassion towards his enemies. Like for some of us, it's like, oh, I love God's compassion towards me, but towards my enemies, really struggle with that. Uh, For some of us, the idea of God not leaving the guilty unpunished is like, well, I thought he was just Mr. Nice Guy. That doesn't jive. And so I think walking through each week, walking through those will be challenging for us to really kind of um, wrestle with who God actually is. So I think us as a community wrestling with that will be will be good. I'm excited to do it with our group. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, throughout this past series, like we've been talking about like how you view God determines like how you're going to respond. Yeah. yeah. And kind of this is dialing in just a little bit more on that. Mm-hmm. But even thinking about that previous series and this vision campaign that we're a part of yeah. with a culture of discipleship, a movement of prayer, and a mindset of investment, uh, what like what of those areas do you see this series kind of like stretching yeah. us in? Yeah, that's great because what, you know, what we walked through through all four all wasn't like a, talked about it, <laughs> left it there, and then carrying on, but we want that like thread through everything that we do. And so I think about specifically the culture of, <laughs> I remember which, how you said it, <laughs> the movement of prayer and culture of discipleship, yep. those two specifically. Um, the idea of, I was just reading this morning uh, by an author, and he was talking about bird watching. <laughs> I wasn't reading a book, book on watching birds. But he was talking about once he knew the names of the birds, he started seeing those birds. So he'd just see a bunch of birds, and once he knew that that was a yellow-spotted Craven Doodle. I don't know. I didn't make that bird up. <laughs> what if that was an actual one? But he was like, once I once I identified the birds and named them and like knew their names, well, then there was this clarity, you know? And so I think uh, with God giving us his name, clarifying his character, you know, from his own from his own mouth, that like for prayer, when we come to God in prayer, I think that almost helps us to kind of dial in the focus of his nature and character. Uh, when we are disciples of Jesus and inviting people to come along with us, dialing in that focus of, of, of his nature and of his character, that it helps us to have a clearer picture, more definition on who it is that we're following. Like the more vague discipleship is, the more vague who we're praying to, we don't really know who we're praying to or what it's about or what the goal is. But when we really see God for who he is, our prayers kind of become more focused. And so when we see God's name, I think those things lead themselves to, to more and more clarity. Uh, that's that's really helpful. I hope it's uh, helpful to you who are listening. I know I'm I'm excited to start these conversations. Yeah. This, this yeah. is great. It feels a little intimidating. You know, I have to open up the first couple of weeks. You're like, so... God, <laughs> you know, it's feel uh-huh. very inadequate, but yeah, as we just, it's a cool opportunity to jump into the book of Exodus and kind of uh, see a different aspect of God that we don't always kind of maybe look at. Yeah, this will be great. Uh, Joe, will you close us in prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Dear God, I just want to thank you so much for just this opportunity that we have just as a church, as a community, that uh, we get the opportunity to just walk alongside each other in this movement that we've been feeling called into of a culture of discipleship, a movement of prayer, a mindset of investment, God, that all of these would move your kingdom forward, God. But we can't do that on our own. 
that only begins its middle and its end are all through and because of you, God. And I just pray that throughout just this series, throughout these next four years, these next 20 years, God, that we would continue to grow, to glorify you, that our hearts would bend to your will, God. Just that in this upcoming sermon series that we get to see more glimpses of your nature and just view it and discuss it in different aspects, different dimensions, dynamics, God, that we just grow to learn and understand your heart more. Thank you so much for just this opportunity, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks.